Welcome to Managed Carecast, a podcast from the American Journal of Managed Care. This is Jamie Rosenberg, Assistant Editor for the American Journal of Managed Care. Medication Therapy Management, or MTM, serves as a channel of communication between pharmacists and patients. It allows pharmacists to better manage the medications a patient is on and better understand how the prescribed medications interact with each other in order to optimize a patient's response to medication therapy. At the same time, MTM gives patients more insight into their medications and gives them an opportunity to get more involved in their healthcare. A study published in the June issue of the American Journal of Managed Care took a look at how MTM programs can impact patient outcomes. The study looked to assess the effects of an integrated MTM program for accountable care organization patients on all-cause hospitalization rates, 30-day hospital readmission rates, and per capita costs. The study found that the integrated MTM program was associated with decreases in both all-cause hospitalization and Medicare costs. MTM has also been touted as a way to identify and prevent opioid abuse. The idea is that a pharmacist can use MTM services in order to determine how opioids interact with other medications a patient is taking. Last January, the Center for Medicare and Medicaid Innovation introduced the five-year Part D Enhanced Medication Therapy Management Model, known as the EMTM model. The model is testing whether providing Part D sponsors with additional payment incentives and regulatory flexibilities promote enhancements in the MTM program, leading to improved outcomes and reduced costs. We'll be discussing the EMTM model later with Dr. Calvin Knowlton, but first, we speak with Brian Lydon to get some more background on MTM services and how they can be used to address opioid misuse. Brian Lydon is the Chief Strategic Officer of Tabula Raza Healthcare, a company that provides patient-specific and data-driven technology and solutions that enable healthcare organizations to optimize medication regimens. So at its core, what is the purpose of medication therapy management and what is its goal? Medication management therapy, MTM, is a suite of clinical services provided by a pharmacist to help doctors and patients with their medication regimens to optimize the safety of their medications and have better outcomes. What are some of the challenges that are associated with the adoption of MTM services? So there are three components of medication therapy management. One is identification, one is engagement, and one is intervention. Uh, So the identification phase is where um, a health plan, primarily a payer, will identify a cohort of patients who they believe, or in case of Part D, the government believes, will benefit most from medication therapy management services. The identification part's the easy part. The second part is engagement. That's a little bit more tricky. Uh, In the engagement phase, uh, MTM providers, vendors, um, need to work to establish trusted relationships with patients and with doctors. And doctors have very busy workflows and significant demands upon them. Patients tend to be cynical about strangers calling them to talk about health issues. So that's, that's a big challenge. And then on the intervention side, you know, once you get past, once you get that trust and you're able to have the success of, of um, gaining 
the patient and the doctor's trust, having a, a real conversation about the risks that have been identified and the steps that can be taken to reduce the risk, provide results. But another significant challenge is that historically, um, since Part D adopted MTM as a requirement back in the Medicare Modernization Act of 2003, uh, it has become over time just a process-driven event. It's based on, it's measured in terms of completion rates, how many patients are eligible for MTM services, and out of those patients, how many have had a CMR. And plans are measured on process rather than on quality. And that's where the whole purpose of MTM really has been lost. With the opioid epidemic, it's crucial to identify ways not just to treat those already addicted, but to also prevent misuse and addiction from starting. So how can MTM be used to prevent and address misuse? So in the course of an MTM consultation or a CMR, Comprehensive Medication Review, a pharmacist will review all of the medications that a patient is taking. And that will also include an better MTM programs, over-the-counter medications, vitamins, supplements. And in the course of looking at all of the medications, which will include opioids, a pharmacist will be able to see trends uh, with respect to the opioids, such as multiple refills, uh, different prescribers filling, writing prescriptions for opioids, and filling prescriptions across state lines. These are all indications of potential abuse. Not too long ago, Tabula Raza announced their optimized opioid solution. How will this program work to identify and prevent opioid misuse? So TRHC looks at medications in the MTM context very differently um, than other MTM companies. Rather than looking at single drug-to-drug -drug interactions, Tabula Rasa looks at accumulative, simultaneous multi-drug interactions. So we're looking at the entire cocktail of medications. What this means with respect to opioids is that a patient who's taking opioids and other medications, there may be interactions between those other medications and the opioid that can lead to serious problems. The opioid could provide more analgesic impact to the body than the prescriber would expect, or it might provide less, which also causes serious problems. So by identifying the impact of the other medications that a patient's taking along with the opioid, we can get a head start on identifying risk associated with unintentional misuse of opioids that lead to potential abuse. Last year, the Center for Medicare and Medicaid Innovation announced their five-year enhanced MTM model. So can you briefly walk through how the model works and what does it hope to achieve? So the enhanced MTM model is a recognition on the part of the government that traditional MTM, which is process-driven, doesn't provide adequate incentives to health plans to really do it, to have them do what MTM is supposed to do, which is drive better results. So in the enhanced MTM program, the government has removed for those plans participating in the five-year model the regulatory requirements, the completion rates, all of the administrative burdens that have grown up around MTM in the Part D space, and they've charged the plans to innovate. Um, they've said, quite specifically, be as creative as you can be and figure out how to make this work. And what work means is to use medication therapy management, the suite of services that pharmacists provide to doctors and patients to have an impact on therapeutic outcomes. And they'll, and they'll be measured instead of on completion rates, instead of on process. They'll be measured on reducing actual medical expenditures and the success of the program will be determined on their ability to do that.
To get more insight into the EMTM model, we spoke with Dr. Calvin Knowlton, the CEO of Tabula Raza, about the innovation the model has brought to MTM, results seen so far, and what he sees in the future for the model. So to start, can you walk through what kind of patients benefit most from the EMTM model? Enhanced medication therapy management really targets people that are at high risk for adverse drug events. And who could that be? Uh, it's mostly elderly people. Uh, the government has a study out from the Center for Disease Control that shows that 50% uh, of the elderly are taking five or more medications a day. And they have about a 50% chance of an adverse drug event once a year. When you get up to 10 medications a day, it's about an 82% chance of an adverse drug event once a year. So that's the people that we target, the folks that are taking multiple meds that are, high, that are at high risk for an adverse drug event. They benefit the most. And with the introduction of the EMTM model, what innovative practices have also been introduced? The program in EMTM, Enhanced Medication Therapy Management, that we offer has to do with identifying components of medications that can cause adverse drug events in elderly, mostly in the elderly. So the components would be, for example, if somebody's on 10 medications and uh, three or four of them may cause sedation, then we quantify that and say they have a sedation risk of eight or whatever. Uh, we also look at anticholinergic risk, which is drugs that make you dry, uh, like a Benadryl, dries your nose, but dries your mouth, dries your lungs, dries your bowels, and dries your brain. Uh, and that can cause people to be prone to fall and then go to the ER and then the hospital, elderly people. So we look at that. We look at uh, many drugs uh, cause dysrhythmia in the heart. They affect uh, some of the ion channels in the heart and they can, if they build up, they can clog the channels a bit and people go in to have a dysrhythmia and have a heart problem and actually can die. So we look at that. Um, we look at um, other actions of medications, for example, if you have somebody on 10 medications and they're taking three of them that go through a particular pathway to get cleared from the body or excreted, uh, it, then you can have a, uh, think of a pathway as like a parking space. And there's only so many parking spaces in the intestine and the liver for these drugs to get metabolized or, or water solubilized so they go to the, the kidneys. And if you have three or four drugs in that pathway, the drug that has the highest affinity to those parking spaces. We'll get in there first and clog them all, and the other drugs you're taking will just go in and not get metabolized, and you'll be full strength for hours. And so you get what's called an unintentional overdose. So we look at a lot, and that construct is called competitive inhibition. So we look at competitive inhibition also. So in order, we, in other words, we look at sedation burden, we look at anticholinergic burden, can they fall, will they fall? We look at the heart effect, we look at the competitive inhibition, and we also look at information on relative risk of adverse events that is published by the FDA for, each, for different drugs, and we put it into a system and do some statistics on it, and we can show the pharmacist with this, these 10 drugs for Mrs. Jones, think about these types of adverse events or side effects that she may be exhibiting. So that's kind of new. That's new uh, information and people haven't been doing that. And the reason that it's different is because uh, pharmacists and physicians, electronic health records for about 40 years have had the same system of one-to-one -one drug interaction. And it just says, when you see these two drug interactions, you may get whatever side effect. But it doesn't tell you what's going on underneath. 
why. And if you have somebody on 10 meds, there's no way you can really keep track of that. So our system that we've in introduced into the EMTM uh, pro project we're doing uh, does what we call multi-drug simultaneous analysis. Have recent advances in technology impacted EMTM services? Yeah, part of the reason that we can do this now is because of the advancement of technology. The speed of which uh, in half a second we can take 10 or 15 drugs and instantaneously give the user information. We can work in the cloud so it can be used internationally, which it is. So it's the technology is really what has supported this. Plus, because of the technology, we're, we're able to go back to the basics of science that we learned in pharmacy school, but we're not able to apply at the bench because it was just too complicated and too difficult. But now with the technology, we can do instantaneous things we couldn't do even five years ago. What best practices have you identified in using EMTM to improve population health and patient outcomes? One of the best practices is we've taken all this information that I explained the multi-components of the simultaneous uh, drug interaction system and boiled it into a risk score from zero to 50, 50 being terrible and zero being wonderful. Uh, and so we can see right away uh, a person's risk score. And we say, just like you know what your FICO credit score is for risk, credit risk, well, maybe in a few years we'll know what our medication risk score is from, for our mother's medications. So it's a, it's a score that's, that's, um, that's uh, can carry and compared from one person to another. And also the good news is it's a score that can be lowered. So you, there's things you can do to change the regimen or change the time of day when they take the medicine. So if this one gets into those parking spaces first, we'll take this one first and we'll take this one at supper, for example, when it's clear, instead of taking them all at once. So the risk score has been very helpful in comparison and also in encouraging people that if we make some changes in the regimen, then you're gonna have less risk for an adverse drug event. This past January, we passed year one of the EMTM model. So what results have you seen so far with patient outcomes? The data uh, that CMS is collecting for year one of the Enhanced Medication Therapy Management Programs will be available the end of this year, so we haven't seen it yet. However, if we go outside of EMTM for a second, just in the general population, what we are finding is that it, this type of innovation can be used elsewhere because of one thing, and that is because we're moving away from fee-for-service to fee-for-value. And at fee-for-value, everyone's, everyone's trying to keep people out of the hospital. And medications are one of the reasons they're in there, the combination. Mm -hmm. So this whole, it's a sea change. Uh, for example, in, um, in football, you wouldn't want, want to pay a football player for how many, or a team for how many plays they run. You'd rather pay them for the, for the outcome, you know, that they're doing well and they get paid more. Uh, in pharmacy and medicine, it's been paid for fee-for-service, how many plays you run. Big difference now when it's outcome. So people want to do, uh, well, they want to optimize the regimen, they want to reduce the side effects and the adverse drug events that cost a ton of money. Looking ahead, what do you see in the future for EMTM improvement and innovation? I think the future of EMTM, first let me say thank you to the CMS for doing this because they have enabled us to uh, have a crucible or a petri dish of experiment to try and come out with something where Pharmacotherapy affects part A and B. In other words, the expense for medicine, uh, medical and uh, hospitalizations. And heretofore, pharmacotherapy has been in its own silo over in part D, and, and A and B have been in their silo. So 
what CMS is doing with this change that for value-based care is they're bringing everything together and it all counts. And that's going to be exciting, uh, whether it's uh, in Part D or whether it's in a Blue Cross plan, everyone's going for value-based care, which is optimized care. To learn more about medication therapy management and the enhanced MTM model, visit AJMC.com or see the show notes.